Hi, Tony. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Great. I, uh, I have talked to your cast and uh, everybody seems to be really, really happy with the, uh, the way the film has turned out. How about you? Is it, is a, was it a labor of love? You know, um, it was a really special film to make. I, I, I've made a lot of movies. Uh, there was something really special about this film because what happened was I found the TA Ranch in Buffalo, Wyoming, sight unseen. I didn't actually go there. Uh, uh, Jim Heffel and Vern Walker, who were also in the movie, had gone there and, and they did a little scout of it and told me about it, sent me pictures. I said, we're going to shoot there. Don't know anything about it, but we're going to shoot there. It's an 8,000-acre ranch. And uh, uh, Kirsten Giles, who, who runs the ranch and her family, welcomed us with open arms. And they have this compound where everybody gets their own room and their own bathroom. And there's a cookhouse where we all meet for breakfast and for dinner. There's a bell that gets rung every day. And, and it's actually the actual location of the Johnson County Wars. Wow. Uh, if you look at the history of Johnson, it's really, really, it all came together. And during COVID, we shot this in August of last year. We were in our own bubble. Um, and it just came together so well. And the TA ranch is, is kind of a vast desert ranch. That's about five miles from the Bighorn mountains. But, uh, Kirsten, Kirsten, and also her friends, uh, Jenny and Aaron worker got us access to another ranch up against the mountains because the movie's a journey, uh, from, from Britain, Chad's house to search for and get to Jed. So I had to show a journey. I didn't know exactly how I was going to do it, but when I saw, I went to school in Boulder, Colorado, which is very similar uh, geography and topography to, to Buffalo, Wyoming. And when I saw those mountains, I said, we've got to figure out how to get to there. And so we did, everything just came together really well. And the, the weather was perfect. And it actually snowed on the ranch two days after we were wrap shooting. Oh my gosh. Uh, what a, it, it's, it, it sounds like just a beautiful location. Gorgeous location. Uh, the, the Kirsten and her family took such good care of us. Uh, Kirsten and her friend, Lori and her sons, they, everybody worked in the film and the opening shootout, uh, the, the two young guys who get shot, that's actually Kirsten's sons, uh, and, uh, Tucker and Cody. And, uh, um, it just all came together really well. Are you a fan of Westerns? Well, I'm a fan of all movies. I'm a fan of all stories. Of course, I'm a fan of Westerns. I'm not sure how you can not be a fan of Westerns. Am I as big of a fan as say, Peter Shereko, who is, uh, I don't know if Peter played Mr. York in the movie. He's also my production designer. We, we, he doesn't ever see himself as a production designer or costume designer, but I, I titled him as production designer, costume designer, because Peter has 1,500 period guns. He has 7,000 costumes. He has props. And, and he lives the life of a Western actor, supplier. He was Texas Jack from Million and Tombstone. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, those guys, they'll, you know, Peter will watch a Western every single night. Do I watch a Western every night? No. Do I appreciate Westerns and love them? Yeah. What I love about Westerns, though, is it's base storytelling. Cell phones are gone. Cars are gone. You know, we're, we're telling stories before all that. And we're getting down to what's really important about a movie, which is character. Character is everything. And, um, and there's nothing better than showing a big wide drone shot or a big 14 millimeter, you know, uh, shot on a crane and then cutting to the close up of somebody's face. And that's where the story's told, you know, and mm -hmm. Westerns, Westerns to get down to that base Greek mythology. And that's why I love Westerns. Yeah. I mean, everything's a Western <laughs> when you cut, yeah. when you boil it down. Well, a Western is, it, 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 you can boil anything down to, uh, you know, there's a, there's an author named Christopher Vogler in a book I recommend 
people who want to write movies, uh, uh, the writer's journey. And it really boils every story down to Greek mythology. The Godfather, Apocalypse Now, Star Wars, it all starts with something in the ordinary world and they break out their ordinary world and go to their extraordinary world. And Westerns, though, indicate that the most concisely and most clearly uh, of anything because all the other nonsense is, is a way, you know, uh, 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 extraneous dialogue isn't really necessary in Westerns, you know. Uh, people can't just jump on an airplane and go somewhere. You can't just make a phone call. You know, you have to face somebody face to face if you have an issue with them, you know, the duel. So I think that's a lot of why Westerns work really well. And uh, I, I hope that Westerns, I feel like they're making a little bit of a comeback. Um, and hopefully I think, they, people they, are, I think people are finding irrelevance in, in, in those movies yeah. uh, that they, that they talk about kind of the, the world you know, as it should be and not this, you know, it takes the technical out of the world. Yeah. I mean, if you look back at a movie like High Noon starring Gary Cooper, you know, back, that was a time that was post-World War II, a time of blacklisting and, 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 uh, you know, politics and, and High Noon was a, was a, was a, a metaphor for what was going on in the world. And it was easy to create that metaphor uh, because it was just a man in a town with bad guys coming to kill him and everybody else ran away and he had to stand up for himself. Um, so they were able to tell that story so clearly and so concisely, whereas other films maybe in the fifties or sixties that are like film noirs might be a little more convoluted, but high noon was a story that was very clear and concise yeah. metaphorically, you know? Uh, what do you think audiences are going to take away with when they see uh, catch the bullet? Well, I, I hope the number one thing they take away with, honestly, is the father-son relationship. You know, fathers are so important in kids' lives. This, is, this movie is really about a father and son. Um, and even Jed's character becomes a bit of a father to Chad. And Chad becomes a bit of a father yeah. to Jed. And then Britt, you know. And so for me, I think, if anything, if it just gets a dad and a son together just to go see the movie or do something, that's a success right there. Um, and then on the other end of the spectrum, it's, it's really a, a, um, a memorial to Jay Pickett, uh, who stars in it. And Jay was my very good friend who I love dearly. And he passed away recently. Um, and so the movie has a whole nother meaning to it because Jay, Jay felt this was his best role ever. And Jay is a rodeo guy. Jay grew up in Idaho. We made a movie together called Soda Springs. We shot in Idaho. That's a contemporary Western. And horses and rodeo was Jay's life. And here he's been in other Westerns of mine, but carrying the entire Western, playing this heroic character, it meant everything to Jay. Um, in fact, it's, it's very uh, bittersweet to see the movie come out and, and Jay's not able to enjoy it with us. Yeah, you know, it's such a sad, sad thing. Michael, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, I appreciate it. Nice talking to you.